0: Happy New Year podcast. It's the Brian Golf Show, now presented by Pinned Golf. And, you know, this show will actually feature the Pinda Boys from pin golf. So we're going to, it's basically a 15 to 30 minute commercial. I don't know how you want to look at it. Maybe 15 minutes of hardcore pin golf talk. You know, they make a great range finder at a great price. The blackjack, I've got a bunch of them here in the uh, store. We're talking pin lock vibration tech, which, you know, it does the little vibrating pulse, which tells you you're locked on to the target, the pin, you know, hopefully you're shooting pins. There's slope on this. You know, if you are playing a hilly course and you're not playing in a tournament, it's got a slope mode, which is great. And there's a one year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. You you can pick this up pinnedgolf.com. Use promo code Brian That's Brian with a Y. And you can save on your blackjack and any product they have on the website. They got some uh, trinkets, some cool stuff, cool gear that they uh, throw up there from time to time at pinnedgolf.com. So, this is the Brian Golf Show presented by Pinned Golf. And here are the Pinned Boys. This is the Brian Golf Show presented by Pinned Golf. I know that's got to make you guys feel a little something, right?
1: It it feels good man We've been on a hell of a ride with you So to be able to finally jump on the pod It feels fitting and exciting
0: well, it does feel, it, to me, it f- feels fitting that one, we're starting off the new year with you. Okay, that's, that's what's up with me uh, because we've got a full year of golf. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that golf is not gonna sleep. we golfers are gonna golf no matter what's going on in the world. And uh, you know, obviously people need to know the yardages and hey man, like some people really struggling with money. The government's trying to give us money and you know, like we're turning down stimulus checks left and right and some people are like giving me their stimulus check, which is great. Selling golf clubs, whatever. I feel like I'm really stimulated. <laughs> um, but as far as y'all going into twenty one, you know, I've got the Blackjack rangefinder right here in front of me. and i even I even actually have the pearl, the original, range finder you guys came up with, but let me just kind of set the table for you. And then you can run on and let everyone know what pinned is because we get it all the time, the comparisons and whatnot. So as far as I'm concerned, you guys have a great product in this blackjack. I'm, I'm really enjoying using it and I've been enjoying using it. I mean, as good as the Pearl or as basic as the Pearl was, this thing feels like, I mean, it's like like from Jared, like the jeweler, the way it's packaged and everything. <laughs> and it, it works fantastic. So talk to us about Pinned Golf and how you came about. Yeah,
1: definitely. More than happy to. It's, uh, it's, it's been a hell of a run, and it's definitely a fun story to tell. Um, but yeah, I guess to give you kind of where we started, I think the three of us and one other buddy were golfing at uh, a course up in Quincy, Massachusetts, where we were playing all the time. And I think at the time we had some money on the round and Alec and I were on a team and I just absolutely sailed a green, um, like put it into some guy's backyard and he's yelling at me. And like that just carried on to the rest of the round. We were, it was just a whole round with a dumpster fire. I think Buck and our other buddy took us for uh, about a hundred bucks or so that day. But anyway, but, you know, the after round beer, they were just shooting the shit saying like, what the hell happened on that hole? You know, everything fell apart. And like, The excuse that I was rolling with was like, dude, I had thought that uh, green was so much closer than it was, used the wrong club. And we just kind of spiraled into like, damn, we should really like invest in a range finder. Like, Even if the four of us or three of us like chipped in and bought one, like that would be so helpful. And I would definitely suck at golf less. Like that was the excuse that was flying in my head that day. Um, So we kind of like circled back and we're looking online and it's like, you know, you can get the the big expensive ones for four or 500 bucks. Um, and we didn't really like doing that. We were only a couple years out of college, like wasn't where we were trying to spend our money. We were trying to play more golf and not buy as much golf gear. Um, but anyway, so we ended up buying a cheaper one, and the thing was just like complete garbage. Didn't work. Broke after a couple rounds, and like the rest of that year, we were just saying like, damn, like I don't know how there isn't a legit rangefinder that doesn't just burn a hole in your wallet. Um and then Alec actually kind of the, the brainiac of the group said, like, you know what, man, like I got an idea for you. So I'm all ears. Whenever he gets in that mode, like Buck and I we perk up and we're like, What do you got? Um, so the original idea of pinned and like, you know, where we started it was Alec said, Hey, what if we, you know, had some range finders made, really good ones, really accurate, but much more affordable. And then we sold them to the courses and then had them rent them out to golfers, you know, the Courses were trying to always find ways to make more money. We figured we'd pay $5, 10 bucks to be able to rent one out. Um, so we gung-hauled. Like we went through a bunch of prototypes, got one made, had the branding, had the design going, Instagram was going, and we were like off and running. Thought it was gonna work. Um, and then we started cold calling courses and trying to get them in on this idea, and it just wasn't happening. Like no one wanted to buy in bulk a range finder they'd never heard of, like so many questions around how they were gonna make money off of it. So we're sitting on this fat pile of range finders that we love and no idea what to do with them. So we said, screw it. You know, people, a lot of people are like us, they they suck at golf and think this will help them get better. Um, what if we just went direct to consumer and like sold them a good range finder for cheap. And we kind of pivoted the whole business and went down that route and we had a lot of success early. Like we were really surprised at you know, how many people, we were, I not surprised, but we were, it made mean, more so excited with how many people were willing to, you know, dive in on a brand they thought was cool and give us a shot. So we started going that route and, you know, we were off and running. But I, we always say, like, the big breaking point for us was, um, I think Alec had been following you at the time. I'm like, damn, like, you know, what if we got one of these in Brian's hand or Mel's hands or some, you know, someone who's got a big following? So, you know, we had a mutual connection, our friend Anthony that knew you, he brokered the intro. Um and we were thinking like, sweet, like we'll pay Brian, he'll post about us, we'll you know, make a bunch of sales. And you were like, Nah, man, I'm not taking a dime. So if you want to send it to me and it works, then I'll talk about it. And if it sucks, then like I'm not gonna do that to my pants So we're like, Perfect, like you know, we get to do this for free. Like this guy seems cool, let's uh let's send him one. And then you started, you know, using it. You told us it was working great, especially for the price point. And once you started advertising for us that year, like the sales were flowing in I mean, we say flowing in at the time. It was like a couple dozen orders over the course of the weekend. We're like doing high fives, ripping shots of JMO, like things this whole thing figured out. Um, and no, it just kind of parlayed from there where we realized like there's a lot of folks that were in our shoes that, you know, want another distances on the course. Don't trust the uh, like the yardage markers or wanted something a little bit more accurate. Uh, and we just started marketing it that way, like full on, pretty much leaning directly on social media, partnered up with you, a couple other players out in the game, and it was kind of off and running. So, you know, we took that product. um, You know, we were really excited about it. But, like, the challenge we had was just that it it was pretty good, like, especially for what you wanted. But, you know, golfers are a picky bunch. They don't want to spend any money on something that's not top notch. Even if they can save a buck or two, like, that's not what they wanted. So we kind of went back to the drawing board and came up with like a brand new proprietary model, um, stepped up like the accuracy of it, added features like the USB charger. Uh, and we rolled out the blackjack. And, you know, when we launched that a bit about a year ago, uh, the, the orders and the customers were flying in with like rave reviews, people just loving the product. And, you know, we've been kind of off and running since, but now Brian, we we definitely point to you as like the guy that, the match to our, uh, our gasoline and really like what, what gave us hope that like, Hey, there's a market for this and people, people want what we're selling.
0: No. 200%. Yeah. So you guys can't like, you can't put it. There's so much more to it than that. Right. Like if, cause the people that bought it, that's just it, It's like the people that bought the rangefinder that were getting a pretty damn good deal. If I'm not mistaken, whenever going to pin golf.com and getting this range finder that works pretty good. Right. Especially for the price versus everything else. But the, like the thing is, is you get this, rangefinder in people's hands and they're like, wait a second, this really does work just like the ones that would cost $400. Like, how am I supposed to be mad about this purchase? And then that kind of is what really gets it going. And when you got multiple people showing up saying the same thing and what I like about it is it, you know, you guys, you're pretty relaxed, especially, you know, I can say like anybody I've ever sent you, if there has ever been like, man, this one's just kind of I don't know, It's the, the battery's not lasting on like the old one or, or whatever. The charge isn't lasting. You guys are basically no questions asked. Hey, like we're just going to replace it because it's not like you're doing it a lot. And I think that's key because it's kind of like it gives people some comfort when it comes to buying a $200 product from a company that they're just now discovering.
2: Yeah, uh, 100%. I mean, when people are buying our rangefinders and giving us their money, I mean, they become our family, right? And we do anything for our family again three of us on here have a pretty close knit families and anyone, anytime someone needs anything, we're, we're the first to hop up to help them out. So, I mean, the, the strap broke or the lens fell out by accident or something along those lines. Like we, we were there for them no matter what. Um, so we were really just, um, just waiting to, to hear, hear their feedback. And when a lot of things came back positive, we're like, all right, well, let's keep rolling with this. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was cool to hear all their feedback and then, if things did turn south for one reason or another or it wasn't working properly, we we swapped it out instantly.
0: That's clutch just in knowing, hey, this is a brand that's kind of new. I know a few people that have talked about it. And then you get that comfort in that, knowing you're not going to get screwed. Basically, what it comes down to is I just don't want to get screwed, all right, when I buy something that I don't know, which is why some people, you know, here like in golf clubs, there's some brands, we're talking like, name brands, Hanma, a brand that we all know, you know, on the PGA tour, there's players that play it. Some people are like, yeah, the Hanma perform really good, but like, I don't know anything about that. So I'm just going to get the tailor-made and it happens all the time. So I can see it kind of happening in, in this, uh, space as well with range finders. But I I tell you, you know, for me, it was kind of like a, a proud moment to know that you guys, you guys don't just do these range finders. You guys have invested in this company. Like you've put a lot into it and you've made sure that your product has gotten out there. So I can speak to, I believe barstool sports, you got in with rigs in the foreplay pot and all that. And wasn't that a huge success, obviously bringing sales in.
1: Oh my God, for sure. Yeah. I think like we all grew up in the Boston area. So like going back to like our early high school days, you know, when it was just kind of, a small blog that only the locals knew about. Like we had just been obsessed with it for forever. Right. Like we, we loved the content they were producing. Um, so we were just big fans of it. I think is how that whole thing started. Uh, but then two is actually rigs tweeted out, like, you know, what rangefinder finder do people recommend? My brother shot me like a screenshot of the tweet and we just hit him in his DMs. Like, Hey man, like what's your address? We'll send you one right now. Uh, and that kind of parlayed into a couple more conversations. And next thing you know, we were signing like, some, some pretty big marketing deals with them and and getting them on board, pushing up, telling people about our brand. And obviously like the success we've had from that really kind of defined our business, whether it was people that heard the pod or saw a social, social post about pinned uh, and went ahead and bought it or like just the drag of, Hey, I bought this range finder that I heard about from Brian or from foreplay. um, And then that person goes and golfs couple dozen rounds that year with three different people every time and just, you know, the long term drag. Like it, it just speaks to if you have a good product, people are gonna want to talk about it. And just the reach of uh some influencers and and content creators out there that really only advertise things they actually believe in. Like it did wonders for us.
0: Well I was gonna say isn't Barstool very much like that. Like if if a product sucks, like if your rangefinder sucks, they wouldn't even allow you to give them money, right? To to advertise.
1: Yeah, it was we, like we got on a call with the with the sales team, and we're like, you know, what's the pricing? What's it going to cost? And the the woman was like, all right, slow down, guys. Like rigs and the two other guys, they're not talking about this thing until they actually try it. So you guys are going to have to send a few of them. We'll get back to you in a couple weeks if they like it. We'll move forward. So at first we're like, oh damn, like thought we had this locked up. But then it was like, no, that's awesome. Like the fact that they're not just taking easy money wherever they can get it. Like they weren't advertising or talking about it until they believed in it. Like it made us even happier to be a part of their, their family.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I like, you know, I'm a, I'm a decent golfer and I take golf pretty serious, but I really like what they bring to the table. I like that They bring like this, dude, we just, we just love golf. Like we just love talking about golf and I love when they go on these tangents and all of that. And then, you know, when it's, you're, they're sitting there sometimes they'll be talking about product and all that. And you're like, wait, what? Well, that was a commercial that didn't even, that was just a conversation with the boys. Like that was just a really good talk. So, you know, I could, I could see some products not working, but I, I mean, I'm thrilled that yours did. It makes so much sense for their audience and so many people, especially at the price point. So just talking on the blackjack, it's up uh, with $199.99, Is that what it is? And then at pinnedgolf.com you can use the promo code Brian golf. It's Brian with a Y I don't know what you save. I just tell people you save. And I, I think it's a pretty good deal. So with that being said, Two hundred dollars for a rangefinder, and you get a little bit better deal than that when you use Brian Golf. Um, I don't know how you even justify spending three, four, five hundred dollars on these other rangefinders. It can't be that much more accurate, right?
1: No, like not at all. Like I love doing my uh, one of my buddies like spent a bunch of money and got one of the fancy ones, and like playing with him and just being like, "Yeah, what'd you get there?" And he gives me the number, and I'm like, "Oh, I got the exact same thing." And like <laughs> someone could have got this for half the price, so like congrats,
0: like you have the expensive one. That's my favorite. I always joke around. And I'm like, well, I could, I could buy two, like with the price of this one, but I don't have to, because if something goes wrong here, like, I'm just going to get another one for free. So what's up? Uh um, you know, for, for us, I, I would say like the pinned relationship with what we do, you know, Mel and I are, we are interesting and we are not easy to work with. I would like say that, you know, a hundred percent, honestly, we're not easy to work with. Sometimes we're like so focused on something else we got going on and we go all in on something. And then it, we kind of. It, it takes us until that moment is right to come back to someone. And, uh, you know, for you, in the very beginning, you were always there for us. I mean, I remember the conversation when I was like, look, we're going to be putting on some events. Like, let's just sell some rangefinders. And then when the time's right, like, throw me some range finders so we can give them away on Instagram or so we can give them away, you know, at our events or whatever it may be. And I, to me, that's come kind of full circle all the way to where you've provided a lot of rangefinders for our events. We have them in store to sell and uh, you've been a part of our events, but to be a part of this podcast, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, for, for you just getting the name out there, getting a commercial, literally, you know, on my pod, obviously I don't have a barstool foreplay audience, but I, I do have people that, you know, my, uh, my, my rate of, you know, people, the. People that go, wait, Brian said this, I'm gonna go do this, right? Like, that's pretty high, whatever you call that. Um, So, with that being said, like, I'm stoked that we've been kind of there and you've always been around. And then when the time kind of made sense, you know, I could have gone to True Temper. Project X, they're doing a lot with us, Acura, all these guys. I could have gone to, you know, a couple other companies. I had a deal with like Cobra, but he was kind of like a grandfathered in deal, which was great as part of the podcast and as part of being an ambassador. For you guys, I just, I like the vibe that you guys bring to the table. And that's kind of what I wanted to get into next is just like the point of, you're just, you're just these dudes. They were like, look, we need a range finder. We need a range finder cheap. We love golf like everybody else. We're not great, even though maybe you actually are. And you guys are holding out on us. I don't know the deal, um, but no. that's, that's like what I want in, in what we're doing. I want more of, cause you're the type of person that's going to, you take golf serious enough, but you're the kind of guy that would come to one of our events play and not give a shit about what's on the scorecard.
1: Exactly. We're much bigger fans of like, let's get the Bluetooth going. You know, let's have some <laughs> fun more out in the course. If we can hit a couple of putts along the way, that would be awesome. But if not, we got four hours away from, uh, you know, the office, hanging out in the sun, playing golf. Like, that's really what we're all about. And I think a lot of our customers kind of lean in on that and say, like, hey, man, me too. Like, I'm I can relate.
2: It. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think it goes pretty well just with you, Brian, too. You know, you fit the mold pretty well, just like that average golfer, and him a boss school. Just be able to show people that we're the same people that just kind of are trying to help out, but I had to together.
0: Well, right, and you know, and for me with like all of that, I fit golfers that are really really good and like on tour and then I fit golfers that are the worst golfers in the world but they're here to get better and they're here to do things that they can do to enjoy the game a little bit more like hit the ball a little bit farther a little bit more you know in the middle of the club face therefore you know hopefully improving their scores obviously knowing a yardage is one of those things too we all we all kind of need to know the yardage I'll tell you, um, and I want to. I want to talk a little on just golf in general. This has been a weird year, and I know for now you are not all in Boston right now. You guys are kind of spread out, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in Boston. Uh, Matt's in Texas, Austin, Texas, and Johnny's in uh, New York City. Oh my God! Well, I'm the lucky one who's
1: still golfing.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. We'll, we'll go play golf in Texas. That's a good spot, Texas or Florida. I'm really not interested in coming up to the Northeast anytime soon. So it, no. it, it, with, with everything going on and that wasn't even about, that wasn't even about the weather. I mean, y- y'all are like yeah. locked down up there, aren't you? But have you been able to play golf in the Northeast?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, throughout the summer it was, I mean, all courses were jam packed. again. I think COVID has sort of, put the, the fire underneath the golf industry. And especially people who were interested in, in getting out there were kind of hesitant. And now they were just like, all right, well, you we don't have anything else to fucking do. Let's go out there and at least <laughs> bring the clubs and let's give it a try. Um, so, I mean, tea, getting tee times was, was kind of a pain all throughout the summer just because the second they would go live online, people were just lining up and just booking them right away. You couldn't even show up to the courses and, and get it there. You had to book it a week in advance. Um, wow. that kind of remained the same. Yeah, it kinda of remained the same all up until like beginning of October. So
1: um, yeah, I think even the, on weekdays, like the amount of people that were quote unquote working from home and like <laughs> yeah. had slack going yeah. in the golf cart, but were really just like hacking it up, like the amount of people that got some extra rounds in, like if there was a silver line to twenty twenty, I think everyone got to play a little bit more golf. Yeah.
2: Even like a dozen of my friends, they all got, you know, a set of clubs. They always said they wanted to do it and it's kinda of like the perfect time. Black these guys, Obviously, as bad as COVID is going on, but they're able to get out there and it's just start hacking it up.
0: Yeah. Did you guys get up ever? Like, I mean, like you guys are sitting here running this company together. Like, and I know you. This is pinned as a side hustle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, for for the three of us, it's been a side hustle pretty much entirely to date. But I say that, and I mean, we're, we're putting in a lot of late nights and weekends.
0: But, yeah, of course. You know,
1: we're at a point where we're uh, you know I think we're going to have some full time employees moving forward and it's kind of taken a taking a whole different process where it's like, we can't even keep up with it. If it's going to be a side hustle.
0: God, that's how it's supposed to be though. That's how it's supposed to be like doing something you love, you know, for yourself. Sometimes it's, it's even great to do something that you're just okay with if you're doing it for yourself, like that has its own benefit, you know, just, Hey, I'm my own, I'm my own boss. That's always fun. Um, have you guys been able to like get together this year and play any golf or have you been pretty much, you know, where you're at the whole time? Yeah, so, so
1: home for all of us is the Northeast. So, like, any holiday or anything, we're, we're all getting back. We're definitely making a point to get together. And then a couple of uh, corporate expense golf trips to go have <laughs> some quote-unquote business meetings, like, those are always in uh, on the agenda. So, you know, we do get together a bit. A hell of a lot of late nights on Zoom and things of that nature. And the group text is always firing. But, uh, yeah, it, when we do get together, it's a lot of fun. I will say that the big downside of, you know, pending starting this whole thing is I totally lost my excuse of I suck because I don't know what what club to hit because now I know exactly what club to hit and I just can't hit it.
0: <laughs> so who who is uh, I and I got to bring up something here shortly about a tournament we're thinking of hosting because it, it's a, like a conflict of interest in a way. I'll get to that in a minute. I just want to know who's like the best golfer and who's the worst or are you guys those guys that go out and shoot like anywhere from 80 to 100 and literally yeah, it could be any given day who wins.
1: It, it's, I'd say Alec is the best, but we're definitely all in like the eighty to hundred range. We're like we try and make even teams, and then like two guys suck, and the other two like have a lights out day. So it's a bit of a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah. But or I, Johnny like, brings or Johnny
2: brings his buddy who's a ringer and doesn't tell anyone. And yeah. we're sitting on the first tee box, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this kid's a four handicap. And we got a hundred on the front back end total." I <laughs> gotta say, the last time we played. I did beat Lorenzo when we were in Plymouth. Not yeah, saying did, it was the best one, did.
0: but hey, that was your last round. We <laughs> did. So we are thinking of doing. I don't know how how deep you guys are on uh, golf equipment and whatnot. So like, I'm I'm 35. I started playing this game probably like 96, 97, like right when Tiger came out so we're going to do a retro golf tournament. And this was actually Breen, our buddy Anthony came to town. He was doing something for his other company. And, you know, we just went out to dinner and we went on grab dessert and whatever drinks afterwards. And, you know, we we're just talking. And he's like, dude, you need to do a retro golf tournament, but not persimmon. And I'm like, dude, I would love to do a retro golf tournament without, you know, like, but not persimmon clubs like that's played out. I want to do clubs from like my formative years." So I said, all right, if we're going to do a retro golf tournament, it's going to be at a normal ass golf course. Cause nobody wants." to like go spend a bunch of money, go play Pinehurst and then play with golf clubs that are old and, you know, busted. But I want everybody to play with clubs from 97 to 2001, which were my formative years of golf and golf clubs. So we're talking like whatever was in Tiger Woods's bag and Dave Duvall's bag when they were the top players in the world in that era, that's the kind of golf clubs these people would bring. Now, my question is, do we allow range finders or not, because in 2000 you you wouldn't be playing with a rangefinder. You would be walking off yardages from the middle of the fairway. You'd have like a 150 post. That's what we had, a white post. And I would just be like, "Yeah, that looks like about 25 yards. Cool, 125. It is, right?" Yeah, uh, I'm
1: with you. I don't know if I could go back and not put a rangefinder though. I'm like so used to it that, uh, and I just lost all faith in yardage markers. That like I don't know if I get away from it, but I'm definitely all in on anything that gets. Uh, involves me whipping out my old Nike Sasquatch driver. So sign me up for
0: that. <laughs> we were just talking about the Sasquatch today because my, my son has a little driver and it sounds like a Sasquatch. It sounds like a baseball bat. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to explain yeah. this to my, my wife. And then there's like another guy. You know, my son's in the back playing Fortnite at the shop and then I'm in the middle of a fitting. We're, we're a real professional establishment here, but, uh, you know, it's it, in the middle of fitting and we're talking about this driver and I'm like, Gavin, come here, grab your driver and hit a golf ball real quick. He hits it. And it's like, yep. Sounds just like the Sasquatch, you know, but that <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Sound. Yeah. It's so bad. Like so bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Have you guys been playing golf since about then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's about our time frame. Yeah. We're all like just under 30. So we all had a, a Sasquatch or something similar to uh, that.
2: It was like back in the day, yeah, back in the day, that was the thing in middle school. Everybody had the junior membership. Parents would just dump us off at the course, give us 20 bucks, and be like, see you at 5 o'clock. <laughs> we hadn't <just laughs> play as many rounds as we could.
0: <laughs> That's the best. You're not going to see that anymore, man. I'll tell you what. No. So no. I, I'll tell you, the other day I had a, a rookie. We just joined a club here. It's a very nice place. We, we've got to go out there. It's, you guys are going to love it. It's very like – it's is like Boston – as a golf course can be in Florida, you you guys would love this. But I'm playing my first nine holes as a member, and I say nine holes. I really only got to play eight because I left. I dropped my range finder on the six tee box. Played six, seven, eight, and then realized, wow, I just played those three holes without a range finder. Like why? And it's because I, it just didn't. I just didn't grab it because I didn't have it readily available. So I had to walk the farthest corner from eight green to six T to go get my range find. My pin, I have 12 of them in a box back here and I walked the, f- and, I, and I only got to play eight holes, rookie mistake, uh, losing a range finder. So I, I just, I like, I, I had to get that off my chest. The fact that it happened. And that I want you to know that I valued it so much that I went all the way back and I sacrificed playing nine holes for the first time as a member of the go- uh, the golf club just so I can have my blackjack.
1: Wow, dang, that, that's <laughs> some loyalty right there. I, I've uh, I've done the other way where I've like played the rest of a round, you know, chipping with the uh, like lose my fifty six and I'm I'm trying to get my short game going with a pitching wedge. I'm too lazy to walk back. So good for you for making the <laughs>
0: trip. Yeah, no, it was, it was tough. And it was like at night too. It was pretty scary in the dark, but uh, look, boys, I appreciate, I know it's not easy getting all of you on the phone. Uh, I definitely want to do this uh, more often than just, Hey, one time. And you know, let's just, one and done. And we'll talk to you next year. I want to keep you guys around on the pod. Obviously, you know, Mel and I are both very appreciative of your support and everything we do. But you know, for me, the podcast is a massive priority this year. And uh, we're going to do some cool things. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm just very thankful to have you involved in a very serious manner. And I, I really hope you guys know how much I appreciate your support in what we do.
1: Thank you very much, Brian. No, it's always been a pleasure. Like we said, you've uh, you've been with us since the beginning. So anytime we can we can help you guys out and continue to grow your brand, we're all in on that. So thanks for having us.
0: I appreciate it. All right. So look, pin golf.com. You go up there. These are the pin boys. They will take care of absolutely any question and everything that you may uh, have related to their products. Um, you know, please hit them up. Make sure to use the promo code Brian golf or don't, they probably won't mind if you don't use the promo code. I'm just saying, it's worth every penny. So make sure and do that uh, pin boys. Thank you very much for your time tonight. And uh, I look forward to getting you back on here soon enough. Thanks Brian. you. We'll talk to you and for, sure. God, and for God and for God's sake,s get to one of our events. I know, yeah. way <laughs> overdue.
1: Thank right you.
0: All right, boys, take it easy. All right, have a great night. Thank you much. You too, Later, yeah. Brian. Happy New Year. Later, uh, Happy New Year.